That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Balanced Black Girl. My name is Les. I'm your host. I'm so happy you're here. This show is all about conversations that help us feel healthy, happy, and thriving. So exactly one year ago, I released an episode that was all about friendship. We had an expert on platonic intimacy come on to the show, tell us about how to make friends as an adult, how to navigate friendship changes, how to navigate friendship breakups. And y'all loved that episode. It was our most listened episode of 2023 actually been our most listened episode of Balanced Black Girl ever, which is wild. And so I was like, okay, we got to go deeper into this topic. We need to explore friendship some more. So I'm really excited that all month long, February 2024, when this is coming out, we're going to be talking about friendships from various different angles. And I'm really excited to kick off the month today with two friends who you may be familiar with. Please join me in welcoming Natasha and Justine from the Two Black Girls One Rose podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Les. Thanks for having us. I'm so happy to have you here. (laughs) Yes. Excited to be here. Yes. So I feel like when we talk to couples, it's very common to ask, how did you meet? But we don't ask that with friends Mm. very Mm. often. So I would love to hear your friendship origin story and how y'all came together. I can do it. Yeah, (laughs) I can do it. We just did this like an hour ago. This is so funny. We met in high school. Mm -hmm. I had the Laguna Beach DVDs. I got them for for some kind of a present. I think a birthday present. She got wind that I had the Laguna Beach DVDs. (laughs) And we started watching them together in high school during breaks and whatever and talking about it. So we have been watching TV and talking about it for over 15 years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even remember how I got wins. We're also yeah, in two remember. different grades. I'm mm-hmm. a grade above. Yeah, we had like mutual friends, mm-hmm. but yeah. and our school was had five Pretty people small, in it. Yeah, small, <laughs> you know, all girls little private school we went to for high school. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know exactly how I got win, but somehow I did. Mm-hmm. I tracked this girl down, mm-hmm. and we were in the lounge, kicking and watching Laguna Beach. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's the rest is history. <laughs> I guess they yes. say. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Laguna Beach, what a time. What a time. It was a great time on reality TV. I did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I admittedly am terrible at reality TV. I don't think I've really watched it since Mm. like the Hills Laguna Beach era. Oh, I've just fallen way off. That kind of makes sense. Those (laughs) are pretty high production television shows. It was just a time. (laughs) It was a time. It was like, it was a time. It was a very specific Mm -hmm. just era. 
of time. Mm -hmm. But I feel like bonding over that is like really beautiful and just really (laughs) foreshadows where you are now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have a lot of fun together. Yeah, we do. We've always had fun at the basis of our friendship. Yeah. So, yep. Which is how it Mm -hmm. should be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, having been friends since high school, how has your friendship evolved from then to now? Oh, my God. In so many different iterations, I think. (laughs) So many different things. I remember, I mean, when we were through high school, we were friends. And then through college, we kind of like lost touch a little bit. Mm -hmm. I didn't really talk to you that much during college. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. Then we graduated. We have a mutual friend who's a really good friend of ours. And Mm -hmm. we would get together all the time. And then we spent like a few New Year's together because we were always looking for fun. Always. (laughs) Always. Where is the party? Why is it so hard to find? All the time. Somebody who just kind of like has your same kind of vibe. Yeah. You can have fun anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't take much. So that's true. We've always been always. Yeah. And so then we started going out in the city together a little bit more, let's say early 20s. And then I remember when she went away on a six-week vacation Mm -hmm. finding journey to Asia. And Natasha would write these, like, long updates, and I treated them as if they were the newsletter of the week. I was so (laughs) excited to read them. And when she got back, we met up at a boathouse for dinner, and I was so excited that she got back. And I was like, damn, she's my best friend. Like, damn. (laughs) I love that. And she even encouraged me to go abroad, which is one of the best decisions I've ever made. Mm -hmm. And so our friendship has developed more, maybe even as, like, we've gotten like distant in priority. Like she's always loved to travel. I'm, I'm kind of like a staying at home, kind of stay home body. But we still related into always wanting to have fun. We always start the party everywhere we <laughs> went. We would start the party <laughs> and we were just living our single life in New York City together, which is really mm. exciting. Mm. And then started a podcast together and a business together mm. and then got with partners pretty fast in the same timeline as well mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of lucked out in our timeline in our 30s because mm-hmm. I know that's a difference for a lot of people. A lot of people, they have friends who get married uh, faster, friends who have kids faster, and that can derail friendships a bit. Mm-hmm. We've gotten lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So far. Yeah. 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 I think we started, you know, just kids having fun. The basis is fun. And then, yeah, I definitely remember you were going abroad. I think maybe... Mm-hmm. I was one year out of college and you were mm-hmm. still yep. senior year or junior mm-hmm. year and trying to debate whether she wants to go abroad. And I've always loved to travel. And I remember we went to see Eat, Play, Love together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, I was dropping her back at home and we're having this whole conversation, you know, off of the movie. And I'm just telling her, like, it's going to change your life. Like, you have to go travel. Like, you have to do it. And I think that was like a, I don't know if it was the first, I can't remember, but like, that was the first like real in-depth conversation you and mm-hmm. I had about like dreams and mm-hmm. pushing each other and getting vulnerable with each other. Mm-hmm. And since then, it's all, as we've gotten older, as we've been in the city together, we've seen each other through different jobs, careers. We ended up mm-hmm. starting our own business together. We've just had such a safe space, the two of us, where she can open up to me, I can open up to her without judgment and have been able to guide ourselves and guide each other through our 20s, honestly, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> together. Yep. So, yeah, it's really evolved from, like, fun to, you know, depth substance. And, like, mm-hmm. she's, like, definitely, I mean, I talk to her more than anybody. Anyone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, yeah, yep. we go deep mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. That's really beautiful. So, it sounds like your friendship has been kind of the safe container for growth. 
for both of you, mm-hmm. which is how it mm-hmm. should be for any long-term friendship. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. The safety is key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. So can we get the two black girls one rose origin story? Mm-hmm. How did how did the podcast come up be mm-hmm. come to be in that? Yeah. So I've always watched The Bachelor, mm-hmm. just like a guilty pleasure show. I used mm-hmm. to watch with my mom. And Justine started or you've watched kind of I watched the last two episodes of every season because they were always the same. Somebody would always break down crying <laughs> and then they would be on Dancing with the Stars. For the mess. And the here for the mess and drama. I love it. Yes. And so Rachel Lindsay was named first black mm-hmm. bachelorette. And mm-hmm. I was like, we got to watch this. Mm-hmm. Like, you're in this with me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we made it like a ritual. She would come to my apartment. I, you know, I live in Harlem. She was living in the Heights at the time. She'd bring over a bottle of wine. Next week, I'd go to her apartment with a bottle of wine. We'd watch the show together. We'd The show ends at 10. I'd be at her apartment still till like 12 o'clock or Easy. midnight, mm-hmm. midnight or 1 a.m. Just still talking about the show and just dissecting it. And around that time, because I was so like obsessed with Rachel Lindsay. I wanted like more content and started listening to Bachelor podcasts and realized there's a lot of Bachelor podcasts. There are. There are none hosted by women of color and no one was explaining Rachel's or providing commentary on Rachel's journey in a way that made sense to me. Honestly, they sounded like they were watching a totally different show than us. From their perspective, it is a different show. They were. Totally different show. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like frustrating, but also like, you know, there's something here that we could maybe do. And so it really started off as just like a fun little creative project. Mm-hmm. We took a notebook. We went to Smorgasburg, which is like a food festival in Williamsburg one day, sat in the park and kind of like jotted down some ideas. And some of our like segments, you know, were birthed out of that mm-hmm. park day. Yep. And we bought some microphones on Amazon. We snapped them on our laptop mm-hmm. and... Still got drunk. Still got drunk. <laughs> Still, every Monday. Yes. Mm-hmm. I always say the first season of our Woo. podcast, we sound like just <laughs> we're having a blast. Yeah. I didn't think anyone was should. listening to this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We didn't think anyone was It's the most, listen. when you first start your podcast mm-hmm. and no one is listening, though, that's when it's the most fun because yeah. you can yeah. kind of say and do whatever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we just wanted to kind of work on this creative project together and just have fun. Um, have an outlet outside of our day jobs and like we're mm-hmm. hanging out anyway so might as well mm-hmm. like do something productive with it as well and yeah the we at the time only had a Twitter and we would like live tweet The Bachelor and then we're like by the way we have a podcast and we like put it out there and we kind of always had listeners like we mm-hmm. no one in The Bachelor space ever sounded like us mm-hmm. I think we were providing hot takes and kind of exposing things and teaching people and Honestly, just the two of us having fun talking about the show and just being black women talking about the show from our lens, not with an intention of teaching anybody anything. But yeah, it just became like a fun project that over time became a business. But yeah, that's that's basically how it started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. It's like you saw a, a gap and decided to fill it. Mm-hmm. Fill it up. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Having a clean space is essential for my well-being and my go-to cleaning products for years have been Branch Basics. Branch Basics is a non-toxic, hypoallergenic, free of fragrance and hormone disruptors and super cost effective. I got their starter kit years ago and have been hooked ever since. Their premium starter kit will provide you with everything you need to replace all of your toxic cleaning products in your home. When you get the starter kit, you get their concentrate, oxygen boost, and all the bottles you need to keep refilling your cleaning products. 
I'm really sensitive to strong smells and the harsh chemicals in conventional cleaning products. I actually can't walk down that aisle at the store without sneezing and tearing up. So Branch Basics has been a godsend. I love that once you have the kit, all you need to repurchase is a concentrate and oxygen boost. It saved me so much money on cleaning products, cuts down on plastic, and I can make everything from all-purpose cleaner to bathroom cleaner to glass cleaner. And if you remember my Sunday reset videos from back in the day, I was always using Branch Basics. You can save 15% on your starter kit or their new hand soap when you use the code BALANCEBLACKGIRL, all one word, at branchbasics.com. Again, the code is BALANCEBLACKGIRL for 15% off when you purchase a starter kit or their new gel hand soap. One more time, code is BALANCEBLACKGIRL, all one word, for 15% off at Branch Basics. Like you, I always have products that I reach for at the store because I'm familiar with them. Like the bar soap I buy is because I've used it my whole life and I've seen my mom use it her whole life. But sometimes we need to change things up, especially when it comes to products that are good for our bodies and the planet. And the old school period care products just aren't cutting it. That's why I made the switch to Cora, period care products that I feel good about using. Now, your choice in period care products is so intimate and you deserve the very best. Cora makes comfortable, reliable period care products with clean ingredients. Now, my personal favorite is Cora's 100% organic cotton tampon with a compact plant-based applicator. It's actually the number one selling organic cotton tampon for a very good reason. It's made without pesticides, chlorine, or rayon. It's so comfortable and I never have to worry about leaks. I actually always have a few in my purse and in all of my bags, whether I or someone else needs one. I don't want fragrance, pesticides, or dyes down there. And Cora products are so comfortable and offer great protection. So I keep the multi-pack of the organic cotton tampons on hand. I also love that with every purchase, Cora provides period products and body education to people who might otherwise go without. It's time for a change, so make the switch to Cora. You can pick up Cora tampons and pads at your local Target or CVS, or you can have them delivered directly to your door by visiting my URL, cora.life/balanceless. Now that's what I do so that I never run out. And when you order using my promo code, you'll get 20% off all Cora products. Go to cora.life/balanceless and use my promo code balancedless. That's 20% off at C-O-R-A dot life slash balanced left. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D-L-E-S with promo code BALANCEDLESS. So what is it that you think is so engaging about reality TV? Because I feel like reality TV is such a community builder. Like it is something that people, Mm -hmm. they go up for their favorite people or they hate their Mm -hmm. villains of choice. And Mm -hmm. like they get so excited to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Why do you think it's such a good kind of tool for building community? Mm -hmm. That's a really interesting question because I think it always has been in different ways. Like I don't really see a huge difference between WWE and RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) There's like not that big of a difference, right? Mm -hmm. But I think, I mean, you're asking this question, we're all women here, but men don't really like ask that question a whole lot to each other or like a sports team or something. Like why would a sports team be like something that bonds people when they've never met these people who are playing on this field who are repping their city that they live in? Mm -hmm. I think it's very, very similar. When I think about BravoCon, I think about WrestleMania. There's so many (laughs) similarities (laughs) between them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's just the, also, I think it's the relatability of friendship. And when I'm thinking specifically of Bravo, or even when I think of The Bachelor and I think of the drama that they kind of surround the girls with, it's always surrounding friendship. We were watching The Golden Bachelor this season. We loved watching them because those ladies were all friends. Mm -hmm. And it was really lovely to watch them all be friends, aside from Gary, who seemed nice. But (laughs) um, them being friends was really lovely. Real Housewives is a show at its core about friendship Mm -hmm. and about relationships. And that is inherently bonding between women because we know how fulfilling and nurturing our friendships are and key our friendships are for our mental health, I think. So I think that's really the core of it. I think as women, if I would speak to women specifically, we can relate to it because it's exactly what we go through at a heightened scale. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I would add that I think reality TV has a has a has a way to make you kind of put yourself in the shoes of the contestants that you're watching as well. I mean, I think I could do that with a scripted show, too. But something about reality TV, like you yourself, as you're watching it, you become a contestant and you start to ask yourself, oh, if my boyfriend did this, would I do that? Like, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it just kind of like really makes you a part of the show. So I think that's why even though people think of it as like low brow content, it creates such conversation online. Love is Blind is a show that we mm-hmm. cover. I mean, when Love of Sublime is on, everybody's watching it. It kind of like has a, everybody in a chokehold and the themes and the dramas that are playing out, everybody has an opinion on it. It's like all you can see on your feed, whether you're watching it or not. And I think not that scripted content can't do that, but something about reality, because it's these are real people. We know they're real people. Of course, there's some production manipulation sometimes, mm-hmm. but for the general gist of it, it is a, a real show and a real scenario that's playing out. Um, it has the ability to really make you kind of like put yourself in their shoes um, and yeah, just kind of like really face these conversations with yourself. 
Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And do you find that because that's what you cover, you have kind of that similar connection with your audience as well? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I, mean, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. I yeah, so. mm-hmm. I think our community, you know, we started with The Bachelor. We now cover a ton of other shows, mm-hmm. but primarily with The Bachelor, it, it's it's what we call like a water cooler show, like at work, yes. you know. Yes, we get really good so way to put many it. emails from people who are like, I'm outside of the majority at work, but then I watch The Bachelor <laughs> and, and now I can be that. included in the conversations at yeah. work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it helps to bring community at work. And then even some of our fans are like diehards, but none of their friends watch the show or mm-hmm. like, you know, I've watched a show. I've watched The Bachelor for years as a guilty pleasure. I never watched it with anyone. It was just something I did. But now they have community and now they can you know, wrestle with the conversations and the discussions with other people. So, yeah, I think it definitely does help bring the community with our listeners. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's a safe space to let people enjoy things. Mm -hmm. It's I think it's kind of annoying when people will label certain things as highbrow or lowbrow or this. Mm -hmm. It's like just let people enjoy stuff. If they like it, let them like it. Yeah. Yeah. I I have been thinking about that a lot, too, especially because the economy is so bad. And people are indulging in whatever they want whatever. to just to feel yeah, something. Right. Yes. Like, don't be Let mad them. at somebody because they get their nails done or because they get lash extensions. Exactly. They just want to feel something. Mm-hmm. Let them have <laughs> a little bit of joy. Because and find something for yourself so that you're less yeah. worried about what other people are doing. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. Yes. So I would love to talk more about entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and friendship and how you have those two things coexist. Mm-hmm. Do you find that you have to create boundaries between the business and your friendship or that you have to protect some elements of your friendship from the business? And how mm-hmm. has that been for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that the most challenging thing is really protecting the friendship because, as mm-hmm. I said, I talk to her more than anybody. Generally, we're talking in a business capacity, mm-hmm. you know, so even when it comes to showing up for recording, we, at this point, we now buffer in extra time because we know once we get on, we're kikiing for the first 45 minutes. We need a warm-up. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. just off-air, just catching up as friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really being intentional about that. And I think that's something we're still struggling with is, like, making sure we're, like, yeah, when we're hanging out, we're not just hanging out only in a work capacity. Like, mm-hmm. we have to build an extra time to hang out as friends, mm-hmm. as girls. And so that, I think, is definitely... A struggle with working with friends or family. I've worked with family too. And it's gotten to a sticky point where I'm like, I'm only talking to you when we're talking about this. Like I need my, you know, cousin, friend, you know, sister, whatever. And so that takes just being very, very intentional. And so you're not taking the person for granted. And because you have to remember that you were friends first, Mm -hmm. right? So just because now you're making money together, now you're doing a business together, like that's always secondary. That that was secondary to begin with mm-hmm. and needs to remain se- secondary. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there can, because our business has gone through such an evolution from two little <laughs> crispy little microphones <laughs> clipped onto our laptops to a full-blown business that we both depend on for our <laughs> income. Mm-hmm. Because there's been so much pressure on the business, there's also been pressure on the friendship, I think. Mm-hmm. And we did a very successful friendship series in 2019, end of 2019, so. mm-hmm. I think, where it was, it got like really, really intense with us in 2019 at the exact moment where we started making revenue. Mm -hmm. And that was something that I was in therapy about. (laughs) And (laughs) we were like, really, we had just had a really intense moment in our friendship and working together. Mm -hmm. And while those conversations were really successful that we had on the show and stuff, 
it was a moment that I reflect on often because we both came to a head after a couple of months of it being tough of saying like, listen, this is where I'm at. And that safety came back. Mm -hmm. And like she said in the very beginning, that safety is imperative. We don't have that safety. We don't have nothing. We don't have a business. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the safety is like the safety of open communication. Mm -hmm. I think that Mm -hmm. a huge part of our success as friends and as business partners is we have such open communication that I can express how I'm feeling. She can express how she's feeling and knowing that it's coming from a great place, knowing that it's coming from a place of love and non-judgmental as well. Yeah. Which you don't always have with coworkers, but with someone who's your yes. like your real friend friend. Yeah. Like I'm not coming at your neck. Right. I'm coming from a place of here's how I'm feeling. Right. And that I think we've always I think we've done a great job of maintaining the safety of that open communication. Yes. Yeah. And not having a lot of that open communication is also open for like anything nasty, mm-hmm. jealousy, envy, mm-hmm. grief, exhaustion. It's like room for all of that. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I want all of her dreams to come true. I want all of my dreams to come true mm-hmm. through the thing, this thing that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And if we don't have that, then we really don't have anything, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful. It sounds like you two are really good at holding space for one another's full humanity. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think sometimes where things get extra crispy, I like that word that you use, <laughs> in our friendships, our professional relationships is almost when we see people as having one role. We want them to do one thing mm-hmm. or be one mm-hmm. way, but nobody is just does things one way. Mm-hmm. We're all dynamic humans who right. have and do and feel a lot. And mm-hmm. so being able to hold space for complexities of people in our lives mm-hmm. is really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 2019, what Justine is referencing was a was a very challenging year for us. Mm-hmm. Exciting year. We started making money. But also, you know, I got into a relationship, mm-hmm. career. Like both of us were still working our full-time jobs. Both had like crazy career stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And I think where we were most challenged or where we were really had the most tension was when we weren't holding space for each other. Yeah. And that's when, you know, I'm in my silo. She's in her silo. We're going through our stuff in our silos. I'm not holding space for her to express how she's feeling and vice versa. And so I think that was a big learning lesson. That's probably from that moment is when we realized like we have to maintain open communication always and keep and keep that safety because that didn't feel good, you know, when this is supposed to be like my best friend. But I'm learning things about her that I didn't know or like I'm sharing things with her that I hadn't shared with her. Like, that's not fair either. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that was a big, big learning lesson for us with the like how to create space for each other, what that even means and what that looks like, mm-hmm. like how to actually practice that. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you have mm-hmm. any advice for people who may be going through something like that now who are trying to work through that friction? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Take a break. <laughs> sometimes people need a month. Sometimes people need six months. Sometimes people need a year. Take a break because sometimes what people are going through can be so internally serious that they could not even be ready to accept what you are giving to them, right? Mm -hmm. Like she had just gotten into a relationship with her now husband. I was in my, I think at that point, third year of celibacy Mm -hmm. and just moved back in with my parents. 
Like I was not in the place to hear about this new love of her life <laughs> that she was running around and like having the best time with. I was like, that used to be me. That used to be us like running around mm-hmm. New York City. And now I don't even live in New York City anymore. Mm-hmm. And you have a partner. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to face that. Mm-hmm. And she, while was so happy, was also adjusting to being in a relationship with another person. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes people need a minute. And I think it's, really nice and female friendships when you can give each other a minute you can just send each other memes on instagram <laughs> and that's the extent of your friendship mm-hmm. just give it a minute mm-hmm. she'll come back mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think it's a great point because sometimes you just need to collect yourself mm-hmm. like i don't even know how to have this conversation with you i'm still figuring out what the hell's going on with me mm-hmm. like so again just kind of like being open about that like it's not personal it's not yep. true girl like mm-hmm. I, I want to be there for you I want to be able to hold that space for you but like I need to address and really understand even what's going on with me mm-hmm. I'm not going nowhere you're not going nowhere here's this funny meme in the meantime and <laughs> yep. let's like check in again once I like have the space and the the wherewithal to even like try to tackle what's going on with us yeah definitely yeah. Mm-hmm. especially when we go through those life transitions letting everybody mm-hmm. adjust to especially. their new normal yeah. is really important yeah yeah that's exactly it i think for both of us we were going through new normals yeah <laughs> yeah like big new normals mm-hmm. like living moving back home living in a different state mm-hmm. you know being in a new relationship falling in love like all of that happening at the same time our new normal was a new dynamic as well. She's yeah. not right in yeah. the neighborhood above for me anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, my time is now split with my partner, so it's a lot of adjustment. A lot of adjustment, and yeah, everyone needing time to kind of like understand, process, settle within themselves, and then come back together to figure out okay, what's our new normal together? Yeah, definitely. And then you're still podcasting while all of that is happening every week (laughs) every week and you can hear it i don't know if you listen to a lot of duos on audio or video or whatever but you know when they're not friends you You can hear it you feel the energy it's just different yes and you could hear it with us Mm -hmm. and i know that you know a lot of people come to us Sadly, because they don't either they are a person of color or black and they don't have anybody to watch their show with and recap with or they're white and they're coming to learn something from us or they really want to hold space for us in their life and mm-hmm. our opinions. But a lot of people secondary to that and maybe even one A to that are coming because we really are friends. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of duos out there who are on podcasting, who will do recaps and et cetera, et cetera, in the pop culture space who are not friends and you can hear that they are co-workers. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't hear that with us at all. Mm. So that's part of our business that's also just as valuable mm-hmm. as our identities. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know? The authenticity mm-hmm. of your friendship. Yes. Mm-hmm. A big part of it. Part of mm-hmm. that foundation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I never leave the house without a healthy snack in my purse. And lately I always keep an IQ bar on me. If your 2024 resolutions involve fueling your body well, try IQ Bar's brain and body boosting bars, hydration mixes, and mushroom coffees. Their ultimate sampler pack actually includes all three. So you get seven IQ Bar flavors, four IQ Mix flavors, and four IQ Joe flavors. And today our listeners get an exclusive offer of 20% off plus free shipping. Just text GIRL, G-I-R-L, to 64000 
Now their plant protein bars are an amazing brain and body boosting snack to have on hand anytime you need to grab and go. Whether you're fueling up for a workout or running errands, IQ Bar offers superior brain and body nutrition. Their plant protein bars are free of gluten, dairy, soy, GMOs, and artificial sweeteners and are packed with high quality ingredients to keep you physically and mentally fit. They have seven amazing flavors, but my personal favorites are the peanut butter chip and the almond butter chip. They are so good and like a little treat. But if you're trying them out, the Ultimate Sampler Pack is an amazing way to try all of the RQ Bar products and flavors. Now, I also have to shout out IQ Joe, which is a jitter-free instant coffee that has brain-boosting magnesium and productivity-enhancing lion's mane. So I drink it on days when I really need to focus and have a lot to do. Let me tell you, when I drink it, I am locked in in. Refuel smarter in 2024 with IQ Bar's Ultimate Sampler Pack. That's seven IQ Bars, four IQ Mix Sticks, and four IQ Joe Sticks. And now our podcast listeners get 20% off all IQ Bar products plus free shipping. So to get your 20% off, just text GIRL to 64000. Again, Get your discount by texting GIRL to 64000. That's GIRL, G-I-R-L, to 64000. Message and data rates apply. See terms for details. When I tell you I am a Thrive Market stan, I say it proudly and with my whole chest. I've been a Thrive Market member since 2016, and it is my go-to place for buying healthy grocery items and household items at the best prices. Now, the year is still young and it's a great time to commit to your health goals and Thrive Market makes it possible to do that without breaking the bank. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with highest quality ingredients at the best prices and the convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep just can't be beat. This year, I'm focusing on lower sugar alternatives and really prioritizing whole food ingredients and Thrive Market makes it easy to shop according to those goals. As a Thrive Market member, I save money on every single grocery order. My latest order actually saved 30% of what the same items would have cost at the grocery store. And I love shopping their deals page so I can get my favorite products at an even better price. And they have my favorite brands like Siete, Bonza, Simple Mills at the best prices. And the Thrive Market brand items are also incredible staples in my pantry. I also love that when you join Thrive Market, you're helping families in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. So when you join, they give a membership to a family in need, which helps make getting healthy food items more accessible. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash balanced less for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash balanced less. B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D-L-E. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. S, again, that's thrivemarket.com slash balancedless. So what have been some of the best parts of running a business with your best friend? Oh, wow. <laughs> we friends. never get that question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> I think, I mean, at the core of what we do is literally like my dream to watch TV <laughs> and just like talk about it with my best friend. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we've been able to build a business around that and build a community around that and genuinely have fun. Like I have some of my hardest laughs oh, with this girl. Yeah. And yep. the fact that we can do that and be paid to do it and also make other people laugh and feel the joy, that is like, that's a dream. So that for me is like the best part, just like the literal core of what we do together mm. every week. Yeah. Mm. If I could get a little deep here, Please I think I've had in my life, in my very short, not very short, but short career of working nine to fives. I started working a nine to five two days after I graduated college. Like I was out and ready to go. I had a lot of like really intense financial trauma growing up. And I was always just ready to change my life and ready to turn around with the stability of a nine to five and a successful one and to go into New York and to like have my big girl job and to just turn just have the apartment and just like turn my life around. Right. Mm -hmm. And I have been laid off like four times. Mm -hmm. I have always been a problem at work, I think, because I always had an entrepreneurial spirit and I was always trying to like bust out. I was always trying to do too much. I was always trying to say too much. I was always trying to just like <laughs> I was just too big. I was just mm -hmm. too big for the places that I was in. And in my last nine to five that I was in, my boss fully knew that I was working on the podcast <laughs> and was very accepting of it. And I worked at a really great place. But for me to turn my life around, so to speak, or for me to just make a living, being an entrepreneur is never something I dreamed of. I think Natasha is the only person I could have possibly done that with. Mm -hmm. She teaches me so much. I have wounds because of being an entrepreneur. I have wounds that are, they feel like they're open every day because of financial traumas that I've had in the past. And the way she is reassuring because she has always had an entrepreneurial spirit and always been so sure about it. And I've been so unsure about it. That is what really gives me a lot of peace. And you don't have that kind of peace when you work a nine to five. Mm. I was always a week after I got my last job, I interviewed for another one. Because I was like, I'm never safe. Mm. By the time I've been laid off that many times, I'm never safe. 
I've never felt safer than I have mm. here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Getting that one ready for you, friend. <laughs> I love that so much. I love, that. I love that so much. Yeah, that's profound because yeah. what we're doing is so oh. risky. It is so hard. It's it is. so hard. It's crazy. It is. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that means a lot. Oh, but that you're able yeah. to create that safety together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yes. really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, I should have asked you all this a long time ago. Can I get your astrologies? What is, what is, oh, I have, yeah. what are your sun signs? I'm a Sagittarius. Makes sense. The travel. Yeah. That tracks. Travel, free spirit type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know the other ones, but you said sun sign. Yeah. That's just, just your main, main okay. one. Yeah. yeah. I'm a Sagittarius. Howsomever, I know my moon <laughs> and my rising because I work at a yoga studio. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I know both of those things. So I am a Scorpio moon and Aquarius rising. Got it. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Yeah. So I think my moon really comes out a little way more than Definitely. my sun sign does. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But I love it. I love the fire. What's yeah. yours? Fire. I'm a yeah. Leo. Leo, Leo sun. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. When's your birthday? It's in August. I was almost August. a Virgo. Okay. I was. Okay. A You're a cusp sign. Yeah. Half I'm a cusp Scorpio. Super too. close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think it does make a difference. I, I guess. Know. I know nothing. <laughs> I will just sit here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. It's yeah. But as as you were talking, I was like, wait, I gotta I gotta hear what their astrology is mm-hmm. because it's it's yeah. I think that plays yeah. a role. We're dying to get an astrologist on the show. You should. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. I recently had an episode. Fun. Yeah. I yeah. really? learned so much. I thought I knew a little something. No. I didn't know really? nothing. Really? Yeah. More, I learned so I mean, much. That world is, there's so much. It's so complex. Earth, yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so complex. complex yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Mm. I'd be curious also to hear more about astrology and reality TV. Are there, I'm curious if contestants tend to err under certain signs. Mm. You know, what? Yeah. Like, Especially if people think about collective astrology or Mercury retrograde and all those things, mm-hmm. like does when a show air, when it's recorded, impact mm-hmm. how it comes across? That's I don't know. True. Whoa, oh my God. y'all should talk about yeah. that. Get an astrologer and t- we talk about got that. An astrologer, <laughs> yeah, like the got filming you. time. Yeah. yeah, Love Is Blind season three versus yes. four. Like right, blew up in certain ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Thanks for to. the idea. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited to tune in because mm-hmm. I want to know. Where? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So we talked about the the beautiful parts of of having a business with your best friend. What about some of the the flip side, some of the challenges? We don't have time to have dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the challenge is we're busy, like with our own respective lives, our Mm -hmm. own respective relationships, family. You know, we're in our mid-30s now, so like you know, so much is happening at this time of life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This business keeps us very busy as Mm -hmm. well. Definitely. And then, yeah, life is just different now when we, you know, I'm living with my husband up in, you know, in Harlem. She's with her boyfriend in Bayonne. Like Mm -hmm. that's not down the street from each other. So like things take more effort and that goes for any friendship. That's not just she and I, but I think with us, it feels like a challenge because it's like, we're so close, but so far, like we're, yeah, I see her every day. Yeah. But we have to figure out like building in that time to make sure we go to dinner together or we have a girl's trip coming up or something. Yeah. So that is definitely the biggest challenge. And I think that's, as I said, just a challenge of probably just like friendship in your 30s, like trying to protect, trying to protect them, keep them sacred, but also show up for yourself, for your partners, for your family. It's like trying to be there for everybody. But yeah, I think that would be a challenge for sure. Yeah. yeah. Can I tell a funny story? Please do. So for our anniversary, 
our six year anniversary, we went out and we had like a whole day. Yeah. She got her ears pierced. We had <laughs> breakfast at Clinton Street Bakery. Yes. We then we like went to Union Street Market. We had like a whole day. We had no work meetings, no nothing set up. And while we were at Union Street Market, for the first time ever, somebody recognized us both. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I it followed it. us. <laughs> as much as, love you, love you, Whitney. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey. But it was, I was like, oh, my God, it's here. No matter what, it's yeah, always what. here. Even on your day off. <laughs> Even on your day off. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. Mm-hmm. And I love that you celebrate the anniversary. Oh, yeah. 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 That's another thing we had to implement. Like, we need to yes. celebrate ourselves. Yeah. We've hit so many cool milestones. We've interviewed cool, pe- cool people. We've hit cool numbers, but it's kind of just like on to the next thing, on Always. to the next thing. Like mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. not corporate where they they stop and they have an all hands meeting and everyone celebrates. <laughs> yeah. Like we have to implement that ourselves. Mm-hmm. So that's something we've probably been doing the last like two, three years. Yeah. Celebrating like uh-huh. have our anniversary on the calendar, make sure we have a day planned or a dinner or something. But yeah, I think that that's part of the challenge, like particularly being entrepreneurs, you're just busy and you're, there's no one else to turn to but yourself. So you have to, no one's going to like mandate that you guys hang out together. Like we have to mandate <laughs> yeah. that. Like yeah. We have to create that space. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That totally makes sense. Especially with podcasting. It's relentless. It's you oh, finish the episode, God. you're on to the on next to episode. The next one. You're, yeah. It's mm-hmm. every week. You've mm-hmm. got to be ahead of the game and it, mm-hmm. you never really get a chance to fully kind of catch your breath and mm-hmm. ground. That's the. Yeah. Honestly, I think it really comes down to the open communication. We've been blessed with not having too many like creative differences. Yeah, not really. That's good. Yeah. And we're in a creative space. You know, every episode is a, you got to think of like the beginning, middle, and end. You want to bring in for guests and Mm -hmm. everything like that. And I think we both have such an openness towards each other. If she has an idea, I I don't know if it's a good idea or a bad idea. I'm open to trying. Like, mm-hmm. same with me. Yeah. You know, if I bring anything to the table. So because of that, because we have that openness, we've not faced too many, like, difficult creative challenges mm-hmm. where I feel like other duos might mm-hmm. really struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, not always are on the same page, but we can talk things out really well that I can bring her on my page or she can I can go on her page and and I think that comes down to just like the safety of like our dialogue honestly yeah mm-hmm. yeah and the respect mm-hmm. that we have for one another mm-hmm. yeah, yeah absolutely just mm-hmm. collaborative yes yeah, yeah. sounds like yeah yeah mm-hmm. how do you also kind of balance no pun intended you have this business together. So that is a kind of collective aspiration where you have goals mm-hmm. for your business. And then also, I'm sure you have kind of individual aspirations for things outside of that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a lot to manage and be aware of. How do you all handle that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think because we've known each other for so long, Mm -hmm. we both have the deep desire for both of us to branch out into those individual things. Mm -hmm. She started a Substack late last year, and I have been, every time I get the email, I read yours at 7 o'clock this morning, read the whole thing. (laughs) 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 Worked hard on that one. (laughs) We are just... We're so supportive because we know that it's almost like 15-year-old Natasha's dream to do this. Mm. And it's the same with me, I think, Mm. how you want me to like branch into beauty so bad. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. We want it, I think, just as much as the other one does because we know how long we've been dreaming about it. Mm. And we have a lot of respect and a lot of grace for the other person. 
And like I said, I want all of her dreams to come true just the way she wants all of my dreams to come true as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think it also helps our interests are very different. Like we have a yeah. similar shared interest here in Two Black Girls, One Rose with uh, reality television, with TV content, you know, social media. We talk a lot about that as well, pop culture. But outside, we're, we are very different. You know, Justine mm-hmm. is my beauty skincare guru, has been since I was 15. Like, <laughs> the lip gloss I got on, she recommend anything I have on. It's like a recommendation from her. And I have like this other passion of movies and travel and writing. And so we don't necessarily overlap. There's no like competition. Mm-hmm. It's just like pure love and like cheerleading on the sideline. And yeah, I think it's just individually wanting to see the other person win and capture as much joy for themselves. Like what mm-hmm. we've created here is so joyous. Mm-hmm. And I know that beauty and skincare brings her joy. I want her to get that. Mm-hmm. Also, because selfishly, it'll pay off over here too. <laughs> <laughs> if she's happy over there doing her, you know yeah. what I mean? It, it yeah. all feeds each other. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think that's. Yeah, been fun. And that's something we've, that's been, we've been so head down in our business. Yeah. But the last few months with me starting my Substack and just dynamics of our business with, you know, staffing as well, it's, it's created yeah. some time for us to have space to do some other things. Mm-hmm. So we've had more of those conversations where I like, what is it that you want to do? Like, let's, you know, brainstorm ideas together. Mm-hmm. And that's been great too. That's not coming from a place of like scarcity. It's like we, it's more yeah. an abundant time of our business in our life that, it's been fun to champion each other in those individual pursuits. Mm-hmm. I know we all try to listen to our gut, but sometimes your gut can be steering you wrong. Like if it tells you to call your ex or if it tells you that it's a good idea to just get gas in the morning. While probiotics can't help with most of your gut decisions, I have to recommend my favorite probiotic supplement, and that is the Ritual Symbiotic Plus. It's a three-in-one supplement with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support a balanced gut microbiome. Now, I've been in the wellness game for a minute, and I've tried every popular probiotic out there, and I find that many of them either stop working after a while or are so hard to take that I'm just not consistent with them. But I've been taking Ritual Symbiotic Plus for a while now, and it is hands down my favorite. So I take it every morning before food or coffee, and it's so effective. It's helped me with bloating, digestion, and I just feel so much better when I take it. I also love that it doesn't need to be refrigerated. So it's easy to take when you travel. You only need one capsule a day and the capsules aren't huge or hard to swallow. So it makes being consistent with your gut health ritual so easy. Ritual Symbiotic Plus has two of the world's most clinically studied probiotic strains to support the relief of mild and occasional bloating, gas, and diarrhea. But what I love about Ritual is that it's vigorously tested and has a delayed release capsule that actually survives the GI tract, so it's actually effective. There's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash balanced. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash balanced for 20% off. I love high-end luxury goods as much as the next person, but my wallet isn't always on the same page. That was until I found Quince. Quince is my go-to place for luxury essentials at prices within reach. 
I love that Quince creates timeless classics that never go out of style and you'll have them in your closet forever. Quince's capsule wardrobe must-haves like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, which I have two of them and love them, washable silk tops and dresses. Actually, my favorite skirt is a washable silk skirt from Quince. And flattering pants make putting together any outfit that much easier. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. And I love that. I have so many pieces that I absolutely adore from Quince. Like I mentioned, I have their cashmere sweaters. I have their washable silk skirt. Also, several purses. My daily tote, which is their leather Italian tote bag is my work bag that I use for everything. I have luggage from Quince that came at a great price and is amazing quality. Anything that you want, they have a version of on their website. Get affordable luxury with Quince. Go to quince.com slash balanced less for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash balanced less, B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D-L-E-S to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Again, that's quince.com slash balanced less. And I can't remember if this is on mic or off mic, but you said that you've made a lot of good friends in your 30s mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Have you made them in the media space, in the podcasting space at all? Mm. Some. Some, some social media and mm-hmm. then yeah. some just in real life, out in events, okay. you know, in the mix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I meet... I, at least I try to meet a lot of beauty girls mm-hmm. online. The beauty yeah. black girls online. We are such champions of each other. Yes. I DM multiple people more than once a week who I've never met. Mm-hmm. And we are in there kikiing. Is it the same thing with you? Yes, for sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. no competition there. No. We all just want to uplift each other and love mm-hmm. each other all the time. Yeah. Super yeah. genuine. We got lucky in these industries, I think. Mm. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also think that when you lead with that, that's what you tend to attract. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And you're coming from a pure place of like, hey, girl, what are you doing? That looks fun. Like, let's collaborate. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think then that brings in some good energy for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, just the discernment, too, of like, mm-hmm. oh, that's yeah. not, nope. Yeah. <laughs> that's not it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. And I also think I did, I think I said that off air about how I, I feel like I've been able to cultivate stronger friendships in my 30s. But I do think that's part of it. It's just age mm-hmm. and discernment and being able to mm-hmm. tell mm-hmm. when there can be a deeper connection. <laughs> mm-hmm spotting maybe some red flags and mm-hmm. maybe like okay maybe this is not like a super deep connection and mm-hmm. this person's cool where they're at yeah. also comes with yeah. age that I think that when we're younger we don't necessarily have that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. true yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I also think too I know we've talked a lot about your business together and you know not everybody is going to have like a business with their friends right. but I do think that there's also a lot of merit in like including your friends in the things that you're doing mm-hmm. I saw this TikTok it was maybe like a year ago that And I really disagreed with it. This woman was basically saying that if you kind of have your head down and you're building your dream life, and for her, dream life basically meant like job and relationship 
then your friends should just disappear and understand that. And I disagreed with it because totally, we all have priorities at different times and different seasons. We're focusing on different things. Mm -hmm. I get that. My dream life includes friends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like in my dream life, Mm -hmm. I have really great Mm -hmm. friends. And so as I'm building my dream life, I want my friends to be a part of that Mm because I want them to be a part of it once we're all there Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. So whether that's including friends and things that I'm doing where it's like, let's work out together or let's read Mm -hmm. this book together Mm -hmm. or let's, you know, we can also do productive things together. Not Mm -hmm. saying that we always need to be on the clock, but we can include them Mm -hmm. in maybe the habits that we're doing and Mm -hmm. kind of build together that way that it doesn't have to be so mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I had a friend who before I moved, I saw once a week, every week, just to go grocery shopping. I love that. It was the best. Yes. Because otherwise, are we going to coordinate like, okay, are you watching this tonight? Oh, I don't know. I have this tonight. Okay, I'm at my family's house. Da, da, da. No, every Monday, five o'clock. Boom. Mm-hmm. We had a standing appointment to every week. Pick a grocery store, pick where we're going. And it becomes very intimate. Do you find the same thing mm-hmm. with Absolutely. your friends that you like work out with? Yep. Now you're mm-hmm. like, okay, oh, this we're is... struggling through this class together. Together. <laughs> we're bonded. Mm-hmm. Are you going to classes together? Is that what you're doing mm-hmm. with your friends? Okay, yeah. you're going to like Pilates and the salad court yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you make it intimate. Like you find ways to find intimacy. I'm sure that friendship coach that you had on or that you're going to have on is going to tell you more about that kind of stuff. But Mm -hmm. even like being her beauty guru, I I take very seriously. I'm like, how Natasha presents herself is very serious. (laughs) 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 Um, And so you kind of find the intimacies and the intricacies in the mundane, so to speak, when your friendship relies on them. And it becomes really Absolutely. nice. Absolutely. Yeah. And romantic almost. Totally. Like nice. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think, yeah, the mundane, I, I've I I know exactly what you're talking about, your friend you go to the grocery shopping with. And yep. I admired that because I there was a point in my life where I was stretched so thin, sorry, mm-hmm. with trying to keep up with the business, trying to keep up with I was running a nonprofit at the time and had my day job, mm. my relationship. Take care of myself. Like, (laughs) and then I never wanted to be the friend that was too busy, which I was anyways, but (laughs) (laughs) that was, you know, neither here nor there. But I, I would like over schedule myself to, I didn't want to keep telling people like, no, I can't hang out till then. I would figure it out. I would just spread myself so thin, figure it out. And I remember I I was like, yeah, I'm going to dinner with so-and-so tonight. She was like, you got a dinner with somebody every other night. She's yeah. Like, Can't you just go to go do an errand and bring a friend along? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dinner? I was like, who has time for dinner? Who time for dinner? That's crazy. And I didn't have time for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah. I felt guilt over telling all my friends, like, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. So I've really admired that with you. Just like <laughs> the mundane and just like pairing it with a friend and making a community thing out of it and getting intimacy out of it. I think that's a great way to go. And then I think for, you know, people who are very busy or you are kind of Mm -hmm. like off in your world, whether, you know, you're building a life or a business or whatever Mm -hmm. and don't have as much time or space for your friends. I think something that's been viable in my life the past two years, me and a group of friends, me, my husband and some of our close friends have like a monthly check in that is based around wellness and based Mm -hmm. around Mm -hmm. us checking in on something that we're attacking that month. It's kind of like a very informal like wellness group, 
but it's only on a monthly basis. So even if I know I'm going to be super busy that month, like I at least can hold on to that one check-in where I know I'm going to see that core group of friends. I might not see them at any other time but that month, but I really look forward to that time. They are my like accountability buddies. We've helped each other through breakups, through new jobs, through immigration issues. <laughs> like we've covered the gamut in that group and it's just on a monthly basis and we really hang on to it. And it's such a it's it's low stakes because it's not a huge commitment. It's not a huge lift. There's no homework. There's no like we literally just <laughs> mm-hmm. show up. Yeah. So do you do this in person? What does that we do it in person? Like? Yeah, we all live between New York and New Jersey. And usually we kind of rotate who's hosting. So, you know, everybody has to travel a little bit. And yeah, we just gather at somebody's house. They'll do the cooking or we'll bring stuff or we'll order. It's like very, very low key, usually on a Sunday. And it's just an opportunity for us to hold space for each other. Honestly, that's what it is. We literally like go around the circle. What's going on with you this month? Mm -hmm. You know, what happened last month with such and such? Um, And it's just a nice intentional time. And I think in this season of our life, we intention is the word like I'm so tired of using it it's like the buzzword it's like overused but it's so true like we don't it's necessary we don't have time we just don't so you have to be very intentional with how you use your time whether it's so that's been really helpful for me yeah and do you Mm -hmm. find with your new friends that you made in your 30s because of such good discernment the expectations are down to the floor so low yes we just (laughs) let each other exist Mm -hmm. yeah love it you know some people already have kids or some people it's like we just kind of let things flow Mm -hmm. and I think that there is kind of an ease and an understanding Mm -hmm. to adult friendships especially once you get in your 30s and beyond that when you're younger especially you know when you're in your teens and early 20s it's like your friends are all you have so Mm -hmm. it's like we are you are my best friend and we are we hang out all the time (laughs) and so I think what makes that feel so challenging as you get older is learning how to navigate that Mm -hmm. and then once you do it's like okay we can all just be Mm -hmm. and we can be intentional about being together when we can and Mm -hmm. we can let one another be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, the 30s, we've talked about this before, too. Like, in your 20s, as you said, we're, like, each other's everything. And we're all pretty much experiencing the same things at the same time. Like, everybody has that one friend that got married, like, real early. And she's off of her husband. <laughs> like, yeah. mm-hmm. But generally, we're all kind of singled, working our first little jobs. Like, mm-hmm. you know, running the streets or whatever. Um, but it's the 30s that really gets complicated because everybody starts to branch off. And priorities shift kind of, like, overnight. And whether you wanted to or not, you know, your friend is off doing whatever. And now it's like, oh, okay, the dynamic has to change. And so that's I feel like where a lot of tension and challenges really come from. And that is, you know, really generally in the 30s when we all kind of just life priorities just kind of change for everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And we we figure it out. I think Mm -hmm. part of what has been so helpful for the newer friendships that I've had in my 30s is also being able to connect with people over shared values. And sometimes mm-hmm. when you're younger, you don't have that. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes yes. when you're younger, it's proximity. It's yeah. who's, I was going to say, it's, it's who's the around. Club. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. that's totally fine. Yes. But also if you get older and you change a little bit or I, mm-hmm. you know, everybody knows now I like to move. I like to pick up and move <laughs> to a new city. I've done mm-hmm. it a few times now. Mm-hmm. So if all we have in common is like this shared experience 15 mm-hmm. years ago, but we're totally different people with different right. values and different interests. It's like, okay, cool, but what's there versus when you make friends a little bit older, you can be a little more discerning. It's about more than proximity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At least that's what I'm learning. And that's (laughs) why the expectations can be so low because Mm -hmm. when you're with them, your time is so enriched because those 
the foundation of your friendship is for real. Right. It's not just Pilates. Right. It's also how whatever else that you have that's yeah, exactly. the basis of your friendship. Yeah. And it's not just longevity too. That's oh, not yeah. I realized. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You know, a lot of friendships you might just hang on to because the person's been there the whole time. But as mm-hmm. you said, what's the new memory that you've shared? Are you still hanging on to memories from 15 years ago? Or are you creating new memories and you have, you know, similar values now? So I think that's definitely my late 20s. Something I had to do is like, just what, who's this person? Like, I know they've been here for a while, but who are you now? <laughs> like, right. and do you need to be here still? Like, am I providing any value for you? Like, and so, yeah, fig- being more discerning in that, I think, is, yeah, really important as mm-hmm. our time gets so limited, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, do mm-hmm. I want every interaction to be a download, an update of yeah. what's happened in the past six months? Or do I want you yeah. to have been a part of the past yeah. six months? Right. Yeah. Yep. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me. I loved this yeah, conversation. Yeah, I also just great. feel so inspired Aww. by what you shared today. <laughs> oh, Please good. tell our audience how they can keep in touch with you and yeah. where they can find you. Sure. Thanks for having us. This yes. was really fun. This is like, awesome. We could talk about friendships and sisterhood and all this stuff all day long. Favorite topics. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, you can listen to Two Black Girls, One Rose anywhere podcasts are found. We're covering The Bachelor right now, mm-hmm. Real Housewives of Potomac. We have a really fun show called Girl, What You Watching, where every week we just kind of update each other on what we're watching that week, be it movies or shows. And yeah, you can listen to us anywhere podcasts are found. And we do a lot of fun bonus content and video on our Patreon as mm-hmm. well. Patreon.com slash Two Black Girls, One Rose. Mm-hmm. Amazing. We'll have all of that linked in the show notes to make it easy for everyone to find you. Great. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining me. Thanks. Thank you. Yay. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Balanced Black Girl. I'll be back next Tuesday with another episode. If you have not yet already, please make sure you're subscribed on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, rate, review. We love a five star. So we're trying to have a five star experience. Mm-hmm. So if you could drop us five stars, that would also be super helpful. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.